Hello, hello, Aisha Grove here, the host of the Encouraged Overcomer podcast. I just want to say welcome. I'm so glad that you showed up today. You are here and ready for this discussion, and I'm excited for you to walk away encouraged. Today, we are talking about procrastination, why we do it, and how to stop using God's word. Now, I have to be honest with you because I procrastinated when it came to recording this episode. I was going to push out a different episode and then I decided not to. And instead of getting on it right away, I ended up stalling. And so I'm recording this now, but I know that I could have done it earlier. And I even told myself, like, do it earlier, do it earlier. And then I started to think, that nobody is going to listen and nobody's going to miss it if I don't push out an episode and who really cares. And I started to get into this like downward spiral of thoughts and I was just like in a mood. I don't know if that's ever happened to you. I'm sure it has, but I just sat down and thought through it. And then I was like, you know, I need to get this episode out there because I need to keep my word and keeping my word to me is super important. And I know that I may never know who all listens to my podcast. I may never know who I'm helping or if I'm making an impact, but I know my why. I know why I started this podcast. I know that I have a desire to help people. And I know that I've learned from my own mistakes in my life how to be a better version of myself. And I want to help other people do the same. So that's why I showed up today. I don't know the reason you showed up today to listen to this episode, but I'm glad you're here. Now, let's talk about procrastination. And the Bible says, He becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. It's one of the verses that I have around my apartment that I look at. I also have the verse that says, Go to the ant thou sluggard consider her ways and be wise. And it just reminds me that I shouldn't put off what I can do right now for another time or another day. Now we take time for granted. And the Bible says that life is but a vapor. We often document our first of things, our first time that we ride a bike, our first time that we go on a trip to another country, our first time that we connect with someone. But a lot of times we don't think about our last of anything until it's too late, until it's after the fact. Like the last time that you may get to speak to a family member, the last time that you get to give someone a hug, the last time that you get to hear someone's voice that you care about, that you haven't heard in a long time. And usually it's in reflection when someone's gone and they're out of our lives that we're like, I didn't realize that was the last time I would ever talk to them. That is a hard fact in life, but there are some things, you know, that we can do to change that. And today, I want to share why we procrastinate because we all have good intentions. Nobody wakes up and they're like, I'm just going to put everything off till the end. It's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then you're like, oh, wow, I didn't get to do anything that I 
imagine that I would get to do today and you think about it and you push it off and you're like tomorrow I'll get to it tomorrow I'll do it and sometimes we forget that we don't have tomorrow tomorrow isn't guaranteed so some of the reasons that we procrastinate I have written down here and these are just some of the reasons I procrastinate and so I'm hoping that these will resonate with you but also I understand that there may be other things that I won't say that you think about and you're like, well, this is why I do it. So if I don't mention a reason that you procrastinate, then be sure to comment and leave some feedback and tell me what things cause you to push important things off or things that you know you should be doing off. So one of the reasons that I have is we are comparing ourselves to someone else. We look at someone who isn't doing every single thing they're supposed to be doing, but we're kind of like, we're on the similar level to them. So we compare ourselves, especially if you're a competitive person, then you might look at a coworker or a family member or friend that you compete in a loving way with. And so you might see them doing something and it can cause you to slip up sometimes. You're like, well, they didn't do it. Or you hear them give an excuse for something and then it justifies in your mind why you don't need to be doing that very thing. And so you don't do it. And that is so dangerous. And it's something that very quickly, it can go wrong. (laughs) So that is one reason is that we're comparing ourselves to someone else and their procrastination and their lack of getting things done because we tend to hang around people that keep us comfortable instead of pushing us out of that comfort zone and making us step up into our leadership. So that is one of the reasons. Another reason that we procrastinate again this is something from my own experience is it brings false satisfaction sometimes this happens to me where i tell myself like i just need more sleep and i need to take care of that and then i'll get more done throughout the day and when that happens this is 100 percent full transparency when that does happen for me It throws off my entire day and I feel like I've missed so much and I justify I'm like I need the sleep or I was you know at work and I'm just like I tell myself like well I'll just get it done tomorrow and I really want to get home and so that's something that's satisfying to me is to just get out the door and get home knowing that I need to be doing that very thing. So that is another reason. It somehow brings you false satisfaction. And when I say false, I mean it's a temporary satisfaction, but you know in your heart of hearts that it's going to get to you later. It's going to be on your mind. You're going to be consumed with it because you didn't get it done. And so the false satisfaction is momentarily you're satisfied, but it's going to come back to haunt you. The next thing or the next reason is that we don't believe in our own leadership. And as I explained to you a few moments ago, that was something that hit home for me when I was talking about my own situation and thinking like, it's okay if I just miss an episode. Like nobody's looking for my episodes every like two days a week. And it's okay if I take a break. No, I haven't earned that break. (laughs) 
And I know that I really do want to change lives. There's something that you really, really want, but you don't believe in yourself enough to go after it unapologetically and all in. And making those sacrifices up front are going to pay off in the long run. And I know that. And that's why I I was able to pull myself out of that dip. And I say dip, it's like we have highs and lows. And like sometimes we go through a dip where we are consistent in what we're doing. We're on a roll. We're doing what we need to. But it's like our mind knows we're like on the verge of changing. And it's been in such a pattern of doing things one way that it's like, trying to figure out if this is going to be a consistent thing or not and so then you're like faced with do I do this or do I just go back to what I was doing previously so that's another reason is we don't believe in our leadership we second guess ourselves we talk ourselves out of it and we know we can achieve what we want to achieve we hear it through all all the different places we come across motivational quotes and leadership quotes and you got this and there's the greatness within you and we hear all of this and then we're like yeah but I don't know if I if I do this I don't I don't really know how it's going to turn out and we talk ourselves out of it and so that's another reason and then trying to do too much is another reason which is the all or nothing approach. <laughs> now, I know this too well. Where are my perfectionists? Raise your hand if you are on the other side of this recording and you are like, yeah, sometimes I just don't know when to like stop. Like, I don't know when enough is enough. And if things don't turn out the way that I want them to, it throws me off track. That is the all or nothing approach. And it can be consuming for any type A personalities. And it's just like, it causes you to have analysis paralysis because you're like, oh, I want to get this thing exactly the way I want it. Before I put myself out there, before I start my business, I got to have everything perfect. I got to have every single duck in a row or it's not gonna look right and it's just gonna bug me and it's just not gonna do well and like you you tell yourself these things because you're afraid of failing sometimes it has to do with your uh, childhood and the environment in which you grew up where you're feeling like You have to constantly prove yourself for one reason or another. And so as an adult, you carry this into your adulthood and you're just like, this is just how I am. I just have to have it this way. I'm a perfectionist. And and it's like you wear that badge of honor when truly it is, yes, we should do things right. And yes, we should do it right as best as we can. But the success is in failing forward and it's putting yourself out there and it's doing things before you feel ready because you know that 
Within your weakness is God's strength. And his grace will carry you through. And that person that you're meant to help is just waiting for you to take that step. Because there are people that you will reach that only you can reach them. But if you don't show up for yourself, if you don't show up for the people in your life, who else is going to do it? Believe in yourself and have the confidence and the wherewithal to do what you are meant to do in this life. And remember your why. And that will make all the difference in the world about what is drudgery to you. Something that you're like, oh, why? You know the reason. (laughs) You know the reason why you are trying to get healthier. You know that reason. Is it because of your kids? Do you want to live healthier for your kids? Do you want to be able to play with your kids and interact with them and engage with them and live a long life? But not a long life where you're stuck in a wheelchair or you're on a walker because you chose not to take care of yourself. That's not what you want. You know exactly why you're doing what you have set out to do and you know exactly the impact it's going to make on your life once you get to that result so why why complain in the process why resist the change that could potentially bring so much positivity into your life and change your world why resist it there's you're trying to eat healthier you're trying to live better and you're like why it's like I don't want to eat this like I just want to have a bag of potato chips and a and ice cream and I just want to go back to what I was doing that's bringing you false satisfaction those potato chips and that ice cream and whatever else you're making the excuse for and this is just an example Whatever else you're making the excuse for, you will have to, one way or another, pay for that. There will be a consequence for that. And you don't get to choose the consequence. You get to make your own choice for you for now. But you don't get to choose what consequences come from that choice that you made. So why not make the choice that's going to be better for your life? And instead of resisting, enjoy the process. And instead of, oh, this is horrible. Oh, I hate this. Man, I don't like to work out. I don't like to do that. You know, there's just those thoughts that come through and it's like, turn it upside down. Turn it around and start telling yourself, wow, I'm getting healthier by the day. Wow, I'm consistently working out and I feel so good. And I know that I would be pleased with myself and the effort that I'm making and the consistency that I'm putting forth whether I feel like it or not I'm 
taking the action and doing it, but I'm also speaking life to myself in the meantime. And that adds up. Those thoughts that you're switching out with the negative, that we naturally go to the negative. (laughs) It's in our nature, but we can change it around. Now, when we're thinking about the reasons that we procrastinate, some of the ones that I have given you, another one that comes to mind is that we get triggered. Sometimes situations happen around us that really get us worked up emotionally and we we make a big deal about it and we let ourselves get out of control in a way let's say somebody cuts you off in traffic and then you're just like what in the world is going on and you you're like upset about it and then you go right into work or you're trying to get things done throughout the day and for some reason you're just like feeling like you just have a chip on your shoulder for some reason and you don't really understand why and it's like you had let that one thing get to you and then it just domino effect it just spilled over into the rest of your day and I've I've had this happen before in fact the other day I was talking on the phone with someone and I just remember sitting there and I felt a weird feeling in the pit of my stomach and I said out loud on the phone I said oh my goodness my stomach hurts and I said I have um I know that I've been somehow I've been speaking negative today Something's affected me where I just feel sad about something or I don't feel good about something that I, I've done or said or thought or, and I don't like this feeling. And that's how sensitive I am to it now that I can pick up on it like that and I, I address it head on and say it out loud. It's just like, what, what? happened and I talk through it and and try to figure out what made me have that feeling in my day and it's it's a process nobody is perfect at this so I don't want you to think like oh she thinks she's arrived absolutely not I am a work in progress we are all a work in progress until the day of Christ And I'm a sinner saved by grace. And I am constantly working at things to be the better version of myself that I need to be for Christ. And so here are some things that I want to share with you on how we can stop with God's truth. We can stop procrastinating we can stop making those excuses or going back to those old patterns and habits and make real change. The first thing that I have here written down is realizing 
that you don't have control over every situation and you need to let God take control. Let God take control of whatever it is that triggered you, made you feel that your situation was just out of control. Because it is going to pay off. Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. There is a peace that comes in resting in God's power. And it's not something that can be explained by anyone. But it will definitely help you to just take a deep breath and just let that thing go and knowing that all things work together for good for them who love God and are called according to his purpose it doesn't say that everything that happens to you is going to be good but God is so good that he can turn the ugliest of things and turn your mess into a message and that's the whole Uh, That's the whole joy of knowing and understanding that you have God on your side. So be anxious for nothing. Pray, talk to God, give it to God. And address your emotions head on. Pay attention to how you're feeling with different situations Ask yourself, why are you feeling that in that moment? What temporary false satisfaction is the procrastinating giving to you at that moment in time? What is it? Is it you're telling yourself, well, I deserved this um, treat. And so you're going you're gonna to have the treat, but then you know that that treat you're going to end up overdoing it and just having more and I'm using this as an example because this was one of the areas that I used to struggle with the most was eating and not eating overeating everybody should eat but I overate and I was eating because I was an emotional eater I was eating to fill a void I wasn't eating to you know, to just be full and be satisfied. I was overindulging. I had to figure out how to change in that aspect because I gained 30 pounds at one point and the weight that I gained was a reflection of the weight that was on my heart. I'm not saying that's the case for everyone or anyone. I'm just saying that that was me for me. Food was my trigger. (laughs) Food, situations, anything. I would just, things got to me very quickly. I took things personally. I, 
You know, I reacted instead of responded. I just was quick to anger. And I had to get in control of my life, you know, these areas of my life, in order to truly understand my emotions and deal with them in a way that made sense to me, but also was the way that God made it to be. If you're struggling with food right now and you're like, I just love food. I'm a foodie. (laughs) I'm with you. I understand. (laughs) And you're just like, why do I struggle so much? You struggle because God made us to crave. It's not your fault. He made us to desire things. And sometimes there are things that we desire that we put before him. And... It's constantly put in front of us and he's like, choose me, choose me, you know, and we're just like, this is so awesome, you know, and we're tasting and we're like, this is exciting. And it gives us that little singe of energy and just satisfaction, dopamine in our brains when we, when we fulfill that desire. And the Bible says, taste and see that the Lord is good. So there's healing. There's healing when you do things God's way. And I know this may be completely over someone's head who's listening to me today. And I also know that there's someone who is listening and they're like, hmm, that's me. I felt led to share that. Addressing your emotions, letting yourself feel the trauma that you experienced in your life from your past that you never dealt with and you're looking to other things to to fill that void and you don't know why you're you're struggling in so many areas is because there's a little bit hanging on that weight and that burden that you need to be healed from or it's something that you are you're you're trying to figure out. And so I'm I'm gonna share something here at the end of this, but um those were some things is learning how to not make something a big deal and to take it to God and addressing your emotions head on. It says casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Literally telling him, talking to him like you would your best friend. The way that you get on the phone, you're like, let me tell you, girl, let me tell you what happened. (laughs) Or whoever, you haven't talked to them in a long time and you just spill your guts out. You tell them everything that's going on because you're like, so much has happened since I last spoke to you. You're just spilling everything. And that's what God wants us to do is to cast all our care upon him. The next thing I have is be realistic. Be realistic. It's not all or nothing. Like they said, you can have your cake and eat it too. (laughs) Um, It is not all or nothing, even with, you know, within whatever you are trying to achieve with, with food. um, It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It's about giving yourself some grace, making the better choice that you can make in that moment in time. 
And if you decide to go outside of that, so what? So what? Let it go. It's like, well, I had one cookie. Now let me just eat the whole bag. No, it's like I had one cookie. That cookie was delicious. And I'm satisfied and I'm moving on. And it's okay. Sometimes it's like, well, if I, if I, you know, messed up with one, I might as well just go for it. And I'll restart again on Monday. And it's, it's just setting yourself up to fail. So be realistic and make things easier on yourself. Now, for me, this is me personally. Working out in the evening is procrastination at times for me. The reason why? I am a morning person. So if I don't get it done in the morning, chances of me doing it at night are very slim. So I'm not going to give myself a reason to say, let me just sleep in and get my workout in in the evening. Because I most likely won't do it. Then there are people who are not morning people, but they're like, let me set my alarm an hour or two hours early and I'm going to start working out in the morning. And the chances of that sticking and being a consistent thing are literally the exception and not the rule. You have good intentions to work out. You're like, I'm going to work out. And you're just like, when you get up, you're like, oh, I just have to go get my workout clothes together. Got to wash my face, brush my teeth, put my clothes on, get out the door, make my bed. I got to maybe drink something before I leave the house, water, coffee, whatever it is. And you just think about all the things you have to do and you're overwhelmed already, right? As you're waking up and you're like, I, that's it. <laughs> no, Thanks. I need an hour or two more sleep. <laughs> you go back to sleep. Um, and so make things easier for yourself. Set out your workout clothes the day before. Put your Bible right next to your bed, wherever you hit your alarm clock, so that you grab it. And as you're hitting your alarm clock, grab your Bible at the same time or whatever you're choosing to read. If you're like, I want to read a book, this book in 30 days. Like, And you're like, I know I need to read at least 10 pages a day or something. And you want to read. It's like, reach for that as you're hitting your alarm. And, you know, there's certain things that you can do to set yourself up for success as opposed to failing. Like, um, there's this saying that is a failure to plan is a plan to fail. You're not making a plan for the things that you know you're going to have to endure. And so that's why it's so hard for us to stick with the things that we we set out to do. So be realistic. Make things easier for yourself. And guess what? If you you fall off of what you're saying you're going to do, then at the very next opportunity, get back on it. And that's it. And 
your consistency will be that you are more consistent in doing what you set out to do than you were inconsistent. And that adds up. And then before you know it, you're like on the other side, like, wow, how did I get here? This is awesome. (laughs) The next thing that I have is believe in who you are in Christ and the power within you. You got to stop second guessing yourself. You are awesome. You're awesome. I want you right now, wherever you are, in your car, if you are on the treadmill and you're working out right now, if you are around the dinner table with your family, just listening to this podcast, you're at home, you're at work, wherever you are right now, I want you to repeat after me. I am awesome. Now say it all together. I am awesome. Now smile and say, I am awesome. And if you have a mirror nearby, go to your nearest mirror. Look yourself in the eyes. Smile at yourself and say, I am awesome. You have every single thing that you could ever need inside you. It's within you. Everything you need to succeed. There's nothing that I could say that's going to be so profound that you didn't already know before you listened to this episode. Because you know it. You're awesome. There's a leader within you screaming to come out in whatever capacity or area in your life that you know you need to change. And all you have to do is tap into that. And when you do... You are unstoppable because you already have God and God's with you. Tap into what is already inside you. So believe in who you are in Christ and the power within you. And that is really talking about your leadership, believing in your leadership, trusting God and just knowing that it's going to work out. What if, what if you took that chance and you just went all in on something and the best possible scenario happened? How would you feel? What would you say? (laughs) What would you like? Oh my goodness, did that just happen? I'm telling you, that can happen to you right now in this moment. 
You have to choose it. The next thing that I have is that you should give yourself some grace. We are so tough on ourselves. Especially people who you are, maybe you're the oldest in your family. and Or maybe not even the oldest, but people look up to you. And you're known for being the strong one. And the one who's just, you know, pretty consistent. And you're not up and down with your emotions. You're not... An emotional wreck. You you pretty much, from the eyes of other people, have it together. And so you're that person that's the rock. And you are that way. You are where you are and you are who you are. Because you are hard on yourself. Nobody has to get after you because you get after yourself. And sometimes you, you get the things that you get and you achieve the things that you do because you don't put up with your own excuses. You're like, no, we're going to get this done regardless. And I'm not going to take no for an answer. We're going to go all in. And like, you live by that model. And then it's just like, when people want to take a break with you or they want to go and go out with you and have a good time and you're just like no I don't have time for that I'm just business 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 I have to tell myself that often and say I need this small outlet for me and the quality of what I want to offer people with my life in helping others I owe it to me to take the time and and do things that are fun or to schedule in a moment to just watch something that is just going to make me laugh for a moment and just spend time, quality time with the people in my life. It's hard because I've, I've been in this mode where it's like work, 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 work. And you're tough on yourself. You're like, I don't, I don't, I've got to earn rest. (laughs) We want to earn everything. We're like, I've got to earn the rest. I've got to at least do this much more before I can take a break and everything. And I get it. I get it. But don't be afraid to schedule in that time for yourself and to give yourself some grace decide that there's not it's not about everything being perfect it is about order god is a god of order and so procrastination is going to happen regardless you're going to have to put one thing off in order to do something else you get to choose what of those things that you must do takes priority. Instead of just letting your day happen and things come as it's in front of you, 
selecting what you definitely need to do right away in order to make you feel that you've accomplished something and you've picked up momentum to continue crushing it. And that mentality alone is going to help. Now, I believe in you today and I know that you're going to crush it because we are each other's support. We are each other's community at this point. If you've been listening to any of my episodes, you have a friend in me, whether we've met each other in, on this side of life or not. I'm rooting for you. Stay encouraged. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If this was valuable to you, please be sure to leave a review. Hit that subscribe button so that you are notified when the next episode launches. And also be sure to share this with someone you love. If you are looking for more resources on how to stay encouraged, please click the link in the description and I'll be happy to serve you. I'm looking forward to the next time. Stay encouraged.